Teresa Haley, good morning to you. Uh, we're glad that you're with us on the show. We appreciate it. Good morning. Good to be here. I wanted to ask a little bit about, obviously, the end of the council meeting first and, and you know, with the NAACP looking to get an amendment to uh, what was the action that Springfield uh, City Council was taking on Tuesday night. And, and how I want to just start by asking point blank, how disheartening was it when you found out that Ward 2 Alderman Sean Gregory hadn't even read your proposal? Well, not only Ward 2 aldermen, but Ward 3 aldermen as well. Um, I don't think any of the city council read our proposal. I first heard about it the week before, watching the local news, saying that the aldermen voted on an anti-racism resolution here in Springfield. And I was like, really? I hadn't heard anything about it before. So I contacted our alderman, and he was able to forward it over to me and said that they were making some adjustments to it, and if we had any changes or recommendations, to go ahead and make those and get it back to him. I also contacted the mayor and expressed our concern and disappointment, being the oldest civil rights organization in the world, and the fact that the NAACP was founded because of the 1908 race riots here in Springfield and, and expressed our concerns as well. And the mayor and I and Sean we all went back and forth over the weekend, got a few other NAACP people involved, tried to strengthen the language, tried to definitely make sure that the NAACP was included. It was very disheartening to me when you included Charlottesville and what happened out there, but you couldn't include the race riots of 1908 that led to the civil rights movement in America. It didn't make any sense. Teresa, Greg Bishop over in the newsroom, um, you know, some of the things that were brought up Tuesday uh, included uh, the NAACP saying uh, through you and uh, another one of your associates there la- uh, last week, uh, saying that uh, they felt like that you were getting some kind of blowback for not uh, being more active in Black Lives Matter. Can you kind of distinguish, I guess, you know, NAACP, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, and a bit of that uh, conversation uh, from Tuesday? Well, one, the NAACP, again, is the oldest civil rights organization in the world. Black Lives Matter has been around for 10 years or less. Black Lives Matter continues to be reactive instead of proactive. The NAACP works to eliminate discrimination in America and throughout this world. Um, When we looked at the resolution, it didn't have anything to do with racism, discrimination, or equality. And so by getting involved and wanting to be a part of it was to strengthen the resolution that they were putting together. The thought, the concept was good, but it was very, very weak in content. And we thought we were helping, but to be told that the NAACP would overpower or overshadow the other organizations was really heartbreaking because the NAACP has always said to Black Lives Matter, hey, we're here if you need us to help you out or support you in anything, we're here. Now, I got a lot of backlash. We were in stage two, maybe getting ready to go into stage three um, with COVID-19 when everyone started protesting. I told people around the state, being the state president, that we weren't going to protest. Now, the NAACP, we believe in peaceful protesting, But how can, one hand, I tell people we want you to stay at home, wear your mask, keep your social distancing, and be safe, but then tell people, on the other hand, we need you out here protesting. That's very contradictory. So I told people in the NAACP to stay home. 
But again, we are a volunteer organization. You can't make people do anything. People do what they want to do. I had several of my local members, including a couple of my vice presidents that participated in the Black Lives Matter parade. Um, I went down and participated. A couple of young students had a protest rally on a Sunday. I got a call personally saying, Mrs. Haley, can you please come down? We would really love you to speak. And I'm like, I don't really do crowds. I'm staying away from them, you know, being asthmatic and having allergy problems. And they were like, well, if you come down and hang out with us for about 30 minutes, we promise we'll have you in and out on stage and off. And again, we were outside. So the NAACP is very active. We're doing a lot of great things, um, not only since COVID, before COVID, for the last 100 plus years here in Springfield to bring about unity in our community. The other big confusion is people think that the 10 principles is something that's similar to an anti-racism resolution. The 10 principles is about building relationships between the black community and the police departments across America. This is equally and even more important right now with what happened with George Floyd. The NAACP also doesn't believe in defunding the police department. We believe in reforming the police department. So we're having conferences and conversations statewide, nationwide, and how to build better relationships. And for the city council to delay the 10 principles resolution, we just wanted them to confirm it. All of our law enforcement throughout Sigmund County over two years ago, we stood at the old state capitol and we affirmed the 10 principles. We were bringing it to our city council as a reminder of the great things that the NAACP is doing. We've been doing COVID-19 events, food giveaways, hand sanitizers, paper towels, toilet paper, you know, those kinds of things, masks to keep people safe um, everywhere we go. We're trying to make sure that we're impacting our Springfield community and the country in a positive way. Teresa Haley's with us from the NAACP on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Teresa, how would you describe the relationship between the NAACP and Springfield law enforcement? We have a really good relationship between the NAACP and law enforcement. Again, our goal is to bridge the gap between the negativity of the black community and the police department. After the Michael Brown situation, we said, this is horrible. Something has to happen. St. Louis is just an hour to an hour and a half away from Springfield. And we didn't want what happened in Ferguson to happen here in Springfield, Illinois. So I was the president at the time. I called an emergency town hall meeting. We had it at Southeast High School. Over 400 people participated, including um, Kenny Winslow, our current police chief, who was up for review to decide when Mayor Lane Belger came in, if he wanted to keep Kenny or not. But we held this wonderful town hall meeting and allowed people to express their concerns, their beliefs, their values, and how can we continue to build trust in the Springfield community. As I go around the state and go around the country and speak before police departments, we talk about how to break down those barriers. What are the barriers? What are the stereotypes? How do we improve those relationships? And I must say it's going quite well. All of our families, we have a few bad apples, and when you have those few bad apples, you need to deal with those situations, regardless if it's my family, your family, or the police department. So we're working hard to correct those bad behaviors.
And Teresa, we've seen uh, some some instances even recently here in Springfield where uh, that, that uh, incident downtown, uh, somebody lost their life in a shooting. Uh, but there's also uh, some some altercations between individuals and law enforcement. Uh, but then you look at what happened in Chicago, uh, where apparently somebody lost their life to a police involved shooting. Uh, and then you had uh, reports now coming out with the sun rising. You're seeing uh, windows smashed, uh, that type of activity happening, some looting happening. Um, how do we get a hold of this and 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 get the proper, uh, I guess, investigation? And uh, instead of having, uh, you know, I guess, knee jerk reactions to to lash out violently and uh, destroy public property, how do we how do we bridge that gap there? Through effective dialogue, being open and honest, and being transparent, when you see something, say something. So many times people see things happening and they turn a blind eye to it. They don't deal with it. They're afraid to address it. If you're afraid to address it, reach out to organizations like the Springfield Branch, NAACP, your police department, and let us deal with those situations. We are not storm chasers. Because we see something happen, as you just mentioned, we don't go look for resolutions and look for situations to get involved in. We don't have to. We've been around for over 112 years here in Springfield as a result of the race riot. So again, our goal is to build community, to build relationships between police departments and the community. But the community has to step up as well. So when we have family members who aren't doing great things in our communities, um, committing these types of crimes that you just mentioned, we need to call it in. We need to share that information with someone who can have the impact to make a difference. We want to be able to live, walk, sit and do all these great things in our community. And the only way we can do it is to be honest, to be open, and to report it, even if it's the person from your own household. You're talking about reporting the uh, uh, bad actors who go out and loot and vandalize uh, public property Absolutely. in response to any kind of uh, police altercation that may may happen? Absolutely. All right, terrific. Listen, Teresa Haley, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate Don't it. Don't be a stranger. Let's yes. connect again. Yes, really. <laughs> Very Call soon. Call me before 730. You know, it'll work. <laughs> oh, you know, I have to go to work. I can't do this during work hours, guys. Oh, I right love on. you all. Okay. Perfect. No problem. We will call Perfect. you before seven thirty. We, we, yeah, we, we we that's usually that's a rare request these days. Usually we get usually people later. that want to talk yeah, to us at like, like nine o'clock the and they just sleep in at the COVID. Yeah, eight fifty is that the latest? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Hey guys, I go to church early in the morning and I go to work early, so I'm up. All right, all right, great. Uh, rising right there with well, you, you every morning. You just morning. bought yourself a six forty time slot, Teresa. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good day. <laughs> all right, have a you good day. Chris and Greg, take yeah. care of yourself. You too. You too. So Thanks, Teresa.